Hello, welcome to your next episode of Signal. This time on the podcast, I, Sassy Clyde, head of podcasts at Jano Media, spoke to Anna-Marie Slot, who is partner at the law firm Ashurst. We at Jano Media have been making ESG matters at Ashurst for quite a while now, which means I've been front row to hear some really cool conversations about what the big cheeses are doing in the world of ESG to instigate and uphold good systems, basically, that just make the world a better place. I think I've got that right. Anyway, we'll see how I get on. So, I gave Anna Maria a call, pressed record, and this is what happened. So, um, today I am thrilled to be joined by Anna Marie Slot from Ashurst, and it's a bit of a treat for me to, to turn the microphone on Anna Marie because I've been recording podcasts with her as part of Jano Media for a couple of years now. Um, so yeah, this is going to be a bit of an insight for me, I hope. So hi, Anna Marie. Thank you very much for taking half an hour of your day to talk to me today. Oh, my, my pleasure. Definitely, Sassy. <laughs> Could you just start by sort of um, telling us who you are at Ashurst and, and really what it was that made you want to create your podcast series ESG Matters and sort of what it's about, what what the kind of goals of ESG Matters are. Sure. Happy to. So um, I'm the global sustainability and ESG partner at Ashurst. So what that means is I lead our strategy both externally with our clients. So how do we engage with our clients on, on topics around ESG and how do we support them in transition in, in particular? Um for us, that means a lot of work around net zero and also circular economy as well as governance. And then I also look after what we as a firm are committing to, what, what our own goals are, you know, the role we play in the sector uh, as well uh, from uh, as ourselves. And then uh, my background is as a finance partner. So I've been doing that for a couple of decades and mm -hmm. participating in uh, sustainable financings and uh, green financings since they sort of became commercially uh, relevant. Mm -hmm. The podcast, I mean, the podcasts were an interesting idea. So when we thought about what we wanted to do um, around ESG, one of the biggest, this is back in 2019, one of the biggest questions then for people as it was just sort of getting into the commercial awareness people was what is it what does it look like what are we talking about this could be a gigantic universe of possibilities um, but it was also that ESG was shifting from something that had sat as kind of a nice to have let's go hug a tree every so often and and talk about it on our annual to actually this is a business critical um aspect that we haven't focused on properly yet. This is an externality that no one's priced in properly. And that this is going to be something that is actually transformative of, of, of how we will do business now and into the future. And so the question was really how do you how do you engage on such a broad topic um, with potentially as many people as you could get to. And so I think that's where we had started thinking, oh, well, a podcast, you know, the podcasts were out for a very long time, you know, in the legal sector, we're never the early adopters of anything. So we were very excited. <laughs> it was our first podcast channel. And we, we kicked around the, 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 you know, what we would call it, and what it would focus on. And then I had the idea to do the, the 30 for net zero 30 series, which has been fantastically successful, and really um, allowed us to cover the breadth and nature of 
through ESG through that business lens, right? <clears throat> and and be able mm. to talk to people from you know all over the place. I, I used to be based in Hong Kong for a long time. Now mm, yeah. in London. So it was trying to get those voices, all those different voices of people who were engaging um, in their companies yeah. around the world. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've got the network, haven't you? I mean, you must have thought to yourself, well, I've got all these people I could, all these experts essentially that I could bring in with their angles. On yeah, them. exactly. Exactly. And I thought, you know, and so we, we, we really wanted to do something about the net zero um commitments that we people were starting to make at that time, right? And all of those net zero commitments at that time were all around 2030. And so we thought, oh yeah, well let's do 30 for 30. Yeah, that's good. And Snappy. It's yeah, and you, you know, and it, 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 that 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 was uh one of our folks internally came up with that who was who, you know and I thought, oh yeah, let's let's do, you know, 30 for net zero 30. Um mm-hmm. and we and then and then I sat down and thought, okay, well of you know of my network, how, how do we get to 30? <laughs> right but but it is surprisingly not that difficult really do people did you find that people kind of mentioned the, what you were doing to other contacts they had is that kind of how it works or you thought of fresh contacts yeah so i reach out mostly um directly to 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 different contacts or different people in my own network and 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 in in our network um interestingly recently uh, i've been getting a lot of reverse inquiries where people are asking me if they, you know, if if they could join the show or someone from their Excellent. industry could join the show or or yeah, so that that's been really um uh, pleasant to yeah. to have yeah. somebody, you know, say, "Oh, I, you know, I like the series so much. I'm actually actively reaching out to see if if I can be on the series or if somebody in my my company could be on the series." Well, it's a good promotional tool, isn't it? I mean, obviously it is. Good bit of content that they can share. Yeah. You know, the thing we really focused on in the beginning was trying to, and the thing that I, I, I'm i always focused on is trying to make it short so that people can fit it into their day, but also so that there's something in there that they can take away and do, right? So Yeah, that's great. Because that's where it really becomes difficult, um, especially when you talk about ESG and climate change in particular, you know, it can be very overwhelming, and people, mm-hmm. you know, say, oh, well, it's so big that, you know, I don't even know where to start. So yeah. the real focus has always been for the channel is, you know, what are we talking about that someone could go into their office the next day or go in, you know, go in or at home and say, okay, why don't we do this differently? How do we think about why why we're doing this and mm. what we could do in a different way? And And I think it's that awareness building and keeping that kind of front of mind which I'm very pleased to see that we're, we're you know, we've, we've got fantastic engagement around all of the episodes in, ter- in terms of, you know, it, it continued um, subscribers and listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've also got, you know, we, we've got this, we, we've moved up from um, being ranked seventh to being ranked fifth in sustainability yes. podcasts, Excellent. Um, <laughs> which was, which is, which is really great to see. We're also the only law firm um, that ha- that's, that's ranked there all. Uh, in the top 20. What, what do you mean by that um, in terms of an ESG focused podcast? Yeah, so the, the, the it, it ranks sustainability podcasts and mount by different people. So there's sustainability right. companies and there's consultancies and there's, you know, accountancies and all, but, but there's no other law firms uh, okay, in, in the list. So I, I like the mm. fact that, you know, normally 
you know, people don't necessarily think, oh, let me go listen to lawyers. It's not on the top of the, uh, you know, to-do list. Um, but I think, you know, in, in the podcast format, it's interesting and engaging enough and it's very business focused that, that, that it's, it's getting, you know, it's getting people viewing it and we've got viewing or listening. We've got listeners in, in over 80 countries, which I also find really, um, satisfying to know that because I find that, you know, that, that means the messages are getting out across the globe, which is really one of, one of the things I was focused on as well. So what, can you like quantify any sort of direct results that you've seen from making the podcast series? I mean, you said that uh, people have approached you and said, can I come on the show? Is there anything else you can think of that people have? Yeah. So at, at conferences, at, you know, at industry conferences, I've had people come up and, and say that they've listened to my podcast. Um, so that's because that's that's the really interesting part of a podcast, right, is because you kind of put it out into the universe and you don't yeah. really yeah. know too much from there. You know, you can't identify uh, necessarily too much details about the people who are listening in um, on postings like social media postings. We can see who likes it and who link, yeah, you yeah. know, and, and, and demographics around who's who's liking it but you can't necessarily get that granular and so that mm. was so it was nice to see um at a conference and uh, somebody come up to me and say oh yeah i listened to your podcast and i found it really interesting um it's a good review nice to get a review yeah nice <laughs> nice to get a review i keep um you know and we we obviously because it's business focused we do we put out put it out through linkedin and i i put it out um but again you know i i if i could improve the podcast it would be about getting more feedback about what people like yeah, to hear or want tough. to hear more of but mm -hmm. that's i guess that's evolving as people learn more about podcasting mm -hmm. yeah it is relatively new isn't it but it's a great way to cover lots of different topics in a short space of time you can focus in i love that you always ask your guests what they're doing there's that accountability piece at the end what are you personally doing in your homes and they've always got an answer haven't they they've always got well i've change my car up or I've put my solar panels in. What are you doing? Uh, me, myself. <laughs> yeah. oh, me, myself. So we yeah. have uh, we have a car. Um, mm -hmm. Our car is 19 years old and still wow. runs. Very, <laughs> you know, 19 years old, still still running. So I, I, I feel like we've avoided a lot of landfill space by keeping the mm -hmm. same car. Uh, we took it out to Hong Kong with us. We brought it back from Hong Kong with us. Um, <clears throat> and so we are... Don't tell the car this because it might get sad, but we are considering going to a, a fully electric car. Um, and we'll probably do that in the new year. But now, you know, now it's really interesting because there's so much choice that it, you know, it takes a while to research it all. And you have to kind of get up to speed in this whole new lingo, like battery life and distance and, you know, where there's, there's so much uh, more. And, you know, because our car is 19 years old, um, it doesn't have any of the, you know, bells and whistles of newer cars. Right. And so to us, it's also like, Oh, what's that panel and why does it light up and where are the buttons? Right. And so, um, you know, we're not old people, but we, we, you know, we like to use things until they're, they're fully used. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I'm quite similar actually. Purely from the landfill perspective, I don't want to throw things away. What? It's still working. Yeah. Why would you building in obsolescence into digital electronics mm. just mm. just drives me crazy. Mm. Um, but you know, I I I have t-shirts from high school. Yeah, so. Exactly. If it still if it hasn't got too many holes in it, 
If it's, if it's, if it keeps you, there's, there's a, it keeps you decent. You don't, I don't wear them out, right? But, but, but you know, you still have them. Um, Lovely. Um, how much value do you think podcasts bring to your industry and the legal sector? I mean, can you think of a way, can you describe a way that they are more impactful i mean you talked earlier about them being wider spreadable i think that that's that's an aspect to it you know i think people now learn in different ways right and in the legal sector you're constantly learning a, you know you're either staying up to date with what's happening in the law right or you're learning about new industries or you're learning new practice areas you, you you're constantly learning and, and you're also constantly busy and so, yeah. Yeah. you know, you have to fit your learning in around other things. And so I think the nice thing about the podcast and the accessibility of the podcast is, you know, we keep ours to 20 minutes, right? So, so it is the ability to kind of listen to it as you're getting onto the train in the morning and, and be done with it by the time you get to the office or, you know, take a walk at lunchtime and put it on and, and, and be able to get through it. It's, you know, I, I, I've, lots of people listen in different ways. I've had people tell me, Oh, you know, sometimes I listen to it, you know, while I'm, while I'm eating lunch or, or, or whatever it is. But I do think, especially for the legal sector where we have really full on schedules and, and, and people are working crazy hours, having the podcast and having series and having it accessible on demand is really helpful because then when, when you have a down moment, you can go in and say, okay, well, I can, I can learn something in a way that's not hugely taxing, right? And it, it doesn't require you to, you know, sit there and take notes. Um, but you can, you can think about how that affects what it is you do in your daily practice because, you know, oh, this is how this industry is changing. Well, if an industry is changing, then there's always something that has to be done um, from a legal perspective. Although, you know, people don't necessarily bring lawyers into the room until the end. And then we sit there and they <laughs> would have been helpful if you brought us at the beginning, um, because there's a lot of things we could have changed and made more efficient. But um, but but it really, you know, and lawyers haven't really had a voice very much in the ESG conversation at, at, more widely. And I think it is that you know, putting the podcast out there kind of highlights the role that lawyers need to be aware of what's going on because everything's going to require something, right? Legally, you're going to, you're going to have to be transforming a company. You're, you're changing what it does. You're changing how it interacts with its, its employees. You're changing how it interacts, you know, with its senior management, um, its, its shareholders, all of this, all of these things of different aspects um, where lawyers get involved on a daily basis. And so, I think the podcasts are really helpful because it lets the lawyers take that in in small bite-sized pieces, right? As opposed to kind of no no one really has two days to go to a conference and yeah, to learn all these yeah. things. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the overwhelm. You used the word overwhelming earlier. Mm -hmm. Last thing you want this stuff to be is overwhelming, right? Because people will just switch off. Yeah, and you need people to not switch off, right? People have to. Everybody's got to get, everybody's in a different place, right? Everybody has a different incentive structure to be there. Um, you know, you have, you have everybody from true believers to true non-believers, but, but the transition is happening and it's, you know, we, we see that um, in conversations with our clients and it, you know, it, I'm slightly agnostic as to why you're transforming, 
as long as you're transforming, right? And 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 I think it's it's interesting because we hear that from our clients, but also um, other other people have told me they hear it from their clients about the fact that you know we know this is this is shifting and it's going to just continue to shift and it's shifting fast, um, and and it's about trying to you know stay on top of that speed. ESG and and on transformation and in particular transition of the of the of the physical world. Um, I think it's really interesting because there, there are lawyers who are doing it because, you know, um, they, they think that it's good for their career and, yeah. and that's not a bad thing. Again, I'm, I'm agnostic. Um, but they're the lawyers who are doing it because, you know, they realize, you know, we, we have to create an environment that we can continue to exist in. Mm-hmm. I always love this expression, you know, <laughs> Oh, um, we have to save the planet. I'm like, it's not the planet that needs saving, my friend. The planet is fine. The planet was fine with the dinosaurs. The planet was fine when the dinosaurs weren't there, right? The planet will will continue. Um, it's it's our ability to exist on the planet in the way that we're yeah. currently existing. Um, and so, you know, yeah. I think lawyers who get that want that outcome. And so, mm. you know, they're they're everybody's kind of piling in like, Oh, here's our podcast. Here's your stuff. Here's this resource. You know, let's get everybody looking at this stuff and, and starting to move. So hopefully, hopefully we're all heading in the same direction. Um, and so just finally, I mean, it sounds like you have quite a lot of steam left in you for, for this podcast making game. You've got more ideas about what the next, I mean, you finished your 30 episodes. Is that right? A couple more. We have a couple, couple more. We're going to finish them, finish them out in the beginning of the new year. Uh, okay. We are currently um, dear eating. Uh, okay. Not a word, word I use frequently, <laughs> but somebody used it recently, and I thought it was a fun word. Um, we're, we're currently thinking about what our next series will be um, and where that focus will be. So, you know, to the extent that you have viewers who are interested in uh, topics, uh, you know, mm-hmm. feel free to to let us know. Um, but yeah, we definitely we'll definitely continue. Um, and in fact, now not only have ESG matters, but we have we also have two other series. One's called Legal Outlook, um, and one's called uh, Business Agenda. And so both of those have slightly different focuses, uh, a little bit more broad, broadly um, focused either on the law or you know what we see as trends uh, in the wider business world. Um, but you know, clearly ESG is is. A, a trend big enough to uh, support its own cha- channel mm. and it's cool because they i guess they p- cross promote each other and uh, i mean once you're listening exactly to one... exactly and and you know to the extent that we've got good content going out on one um that people like you know you can see uh you can see the uptake mm. and we can learn from that and and bring people more things mm. well thank you very much anna maria that was really interesting insights into why you do this and uh we're thrilled <laughs> that you do <laughs> No, it's been, you know, it's been such a pleasure, especially working with you guys. You know, it it's always been so easy. Um, you know, I had never done podcasts before before working with you and 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 Matt. And um, in fact, it came recommended uh, through one of our um, business development yeah. um, people who said that they had worked with you somewhere else. And 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 it's been it's been such a dream because you know things come out super quick. Mm-hmm everything's easy you know the guests i have on the show um everything's handled super professionally so so you know thank you for for um for producing uh, such good content that we can put out without um with very little 
uh, input from our side other than showing up and, and doing the recording on the day. I think it's key, isn't it? Because if you put too many obstacles in the way, it all sort of slows down. People lose enthusiasm for it. It has to be easy to achieve. Otherwise, you know, it can quickly sort of fall off everyone's plate. So I'm pleased. Yes, no, exactly, exactly. Yeah, making it making it easy is 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 key. Mm. Thanks, Anna Marie, and I'll, I'll um I'll see you on the next recording, whenever that may be. Thanks Excellent. again, Anna Marie. Thank no you so problem. Much. Thank you. Bye. See you. Bye. Thanks to Anna Marie for shooting the breeze with me about ESG matters at Ashurst. Um, well, I really must remind her to not listen to this episode in her car. Oh, that would be so awkward. If you would like to get in touch with us, we would love to hear from you. You can email me on sassy at janomedia.com or reach out to us via the website, which is clickable in the show notes for this episode. I think on the next few episodes of Signal, I'll be subjecting some of my Jano teammates to a kind of like Desert Island Discs format discussion about some of the shows, films and other content that they're into at the moment. So if you like listening to people who are usually at the editing end of content creation squirm in front of a microphone, then tune back in next time. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.